Is your business stuck? Tired of leaving money on the table? Are you ready to take it to the next level? Join us as we dive deep into the small business secrets successful entrepreneurs are implementing to see massive results. This is the Business Growth Hacks Podcast, presented by Beefy Marketing. Here's your host, Andrew Brockenbush. What's going on, John? Oh, what's going on? Dude, we are flying by the seat of our pants on this one. (laughs) The good news is we are talking about something today that we know a lot about, so it shouldn't be a problem. And and we are prepared. We just have a lot going on today. And so, uh, you know, sometimes you just have those days, right? This is one of three podcasts that we will be doing today. Yeah, and they all have three different looks, three different sets, three different different setups. Yep. So that will be a fun day. Hey, we're going to get after it and get it done. So since we're talking about podcasts, we'll yeah. be that's what we're talking about on our podcast yeah. today. Podcasting yeah. about podcasting. Because why not? Pod- I like podcast. the movie Inception. Yeah. So let's just podcast about podcasting. Also, if today you notice me glancing to the left yeah. or glancing to the right, there's no one on my right. But to my left is the one and only John Fritching. And uh, I'm actually facing the wall, which is not normal. Normally, I am turned around. Right. I'm looking directly at John, but because but, the, the podcast we have going on today, we had to have set the setup different. Right. And so uh, I'm actually looking away from John, but talking to John, which is weird. Right. So, you know, I'll try to look at you whenever you talk, I know. okay? I'm finding that I'm looking at you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that your camera? camera? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, who cares? This is all, all right. for, this is for our Spotify. This is for our iTunes fans, you all know, of the people. But, you know, YouTube, sometimes you just get a side, side view, you know? Yeah. That's okay. It's all right. It's all right. Hey, I got an icebreaker for you, John. If you had to leave your house all day, every uh-huh. day, where would you go and what would you do? Well, I feel like I do. It's called work. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but I guess <laughs> I guess that's a boring answer, though. So It's funny, too, because it says, if you had to leave your house. Well, first of all, right. we do have to leave our house, mm-hmm. and it's pretty much all day, every day. And Yeah, and you, you do have to leave your house to go to the store, too, and get yeah. food. I mean, unless you got your own garden. Okay, what if we re- reworded it? If you okay. got to leave your house all day, every day. Okay. Where let's, would you let's make it fun? Where would you want to go? There we go. <laughs> and what would you do? How about that? I like that better. So I'd probably go to a studio and play music all day. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're in studios all day and I love it. Don't get me wrong, but we're not making music. That's right. And we're big, we're both big music fans. And yeah. You're extremely talented in that arena. Yeah, I do okay. Yeah, you're pretty good, bro. Don't be so modest. I'm the best guitar player that ever lived. That's right. <laughs> Watch me straight. Yeah, you could literally create a whole persona like Dale Brisby oh, I know. for guitars. You should, we should get started on that. We should start we making should. videos. We're going to come up with a cool name. Yeah, just yeah, something really off the yeah. wall. So, um, yeah, music studio. I mean, also the beach. Yeah. I like going to the beach, driving down the, like beach, the beach. Yeah. Throw a pole in the water. I think I would just do a little bit of all the things that like make me happy. That's kind of what I'm thinking, too. Like. What if we went to a studio on the beach and then oh. we threw a line out yep. you know, while just, we were recording? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> it's whoever's tracking. Uh, we, should, we should build a recording studio on like a lake. Yeah. So that we can like just jet ski off the back deck. And, that's a great idea. You know, actually. that would be, be a lot of fun. I would probably do th- you know, that. Do a little bit of all the things I love. I think honestly, like no, you know, this is not me just saying, but like I enjoy coming to work. Yeah. It is a lot of work, right? It work yeah. is work. But I do enjoy coming here and being with you guys it's fun i think that i would maybe do it a little differently maybe make it a little bit more like uh fantasy factory style oh i'd be game where there's like work time and right. then there's play time i got you 
Um, you know, we yeah. kind of do that now too, though. You remember that day that we took a guitar break because oh, we yeah. were just kind of like stressing on all it, the stuff, and I was like, I know it makes no sense to take a yeah. minute here, but let's take ten minutes and, and I think we play were, two songs. We were pretty productive after that. Oh yeah, I had a great productive day after that. You know why? I think it put our mindset like it took the stress away. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm having fun again. You know, yeah. so let's just do what we do. You know, and this is this stuff that we do is fun, but sometimes. It can be overwhelming. There's a lot well, of moving parts. There's right? administrative stuff to it as well. You know, yeah. the the planning and the arranging and setting up cameras and mics and lights and mm-hmm. all the things. Yeah, making sure every look looks right. Yeah. Every you know, everybody's on focus. Everyone's right. lit well. Everyone can be seen in the camera. Everyone can read the it's script. A, it's a lot. The teleprompter stuff. speed's not too fast. You know. Yeah. There's, I have all the right logos. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that goes into production. <laughs> we need we need a video assistant in here. We might. Let's make it happen. Yeah, anybody out there listening in the Tomball area? Yeah, Tomball, Houston area. We are looking for a podcast slash uh, video intern. There we go. Come on in. We'll talk to you about it. Maybe you can uh, join the BB crew. Maybe. All right, dude, we're talking about podcasts. I've already said that. Podcast inception today. We've talked about podcasts before, but podcast is a hot, hot, yeah, hot topic. Um, I actually just talked to someone recently uh, in my Instagram DMs who found our podcast. Oh, by yeah. searching for podcasts on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> Hilarious. I wonder how many times we're going to say podcast. <laughs> yeah, this can we have a podcast count on YouTube? Yeah, <laughs> bing, I'll get bing, it going. Bing, bing. Um, so in today's podcast, we will definitely be diving in specifically about monetization. Yeah. A lot of people out there want to talk about why to start a podcast, and I definitely want to cover that. But we also want to talk about why you should monetize, how you can monetize, so, John, why don't you kick this thing off by sharing the first stat that we've got here? Can I share the fun fact first? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we have a fun fact. Please. I have a fun fact. You know, because I was thinking about this this week. I thought about podcast, and I was like, I know it started with the iPod. And like, yeah. I bet it has something to do with that. So I looked it up. And yeah, it's just simply combining the words iPod and broadcast, and you got podcast. Another way Apple has changed the way we do everything. Um, iPhone. iPhone. iPad. And iHeartRadio even. You know, that's oh, not... those jerks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, anyway, the, in 2021, iHeartRadio said they grossed 2.95 billion dollars on podcasts. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's iHeartRadio. Yeah. Okay, that... Keep in mind, everyone out there, iHeartRadio is not the like only revenue generating company out there for the podcast space. Right. That's just their revenue for podcasts. Yes. You've got companies like Spotify. Mm-hmm. Spotify actually generated revenue of over 7.88 billion euros. One billion. Which was up from 6.76 billion in the previous year. Wow. I mean, that's so that's just again, that's two. If you throw well, in Apple Podcasts and all these other guys, I mean, it's probably crazy. Yeah, Spotify, I mean, they almost went up another billion dollars. And that was in 2020. So, like, I don't know where we're at right now, but, I mean, I'm sure that during COVID, podcasts blew up even more because people were stuck at home. Yeah, they needed entertainment. And a lot of your bigger movies and stuff didn't have production. That's right. You know? So, you had to change the format in which you, you Mm -hmm. know, consumed content. Exactly. There's an estimated 75.9% million podcast consumers in the year 2020 which again talked about this before i'm sure that number is way up now right that's a lot of people listening to podcasts it's yeah well you think about it 
most about 50% of the world population is on the internet, mm-hmm. they're, meaning they're connected. They have devices they re- frequently use that that connect to the internet and they do things on. Three out of 10 of those people said they're willing to pay for a podcast. And you think about, you know, just the massive numbers of people there are out there that are interested. You know, everyone has a hobby. Everyone has a job. And everyone probably wants on some level to get better at those things. And so there's a good platform for podcasts right there. And everyone, 100% of us want to be entertained. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. So today, obviously, we're talking about monetization. Should you should you monetize? I mean, first of all, you got to ask: Should you podcast? Should you? Right. Do you have something to uh, bring value or offer entertainment in some way? Right. In the podcast space, I mean, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So the first question, just like on our other podcast episode about, um, you know, should you start a business or the reasons why you shouldn't start a business, probably apply to should you start a podcast? Absolutely. Um, you know, are you doing it just because you want to and it's a passion project? Then do it. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you have the time and, and you know, energy to do that, absolutely. Why not? The cool thing about the podcast vertical, and I think we covered this in our first podcast episode, is that the barrier to entry is really low, right? Right. You can podcast with minimal tech, you know, just your phone, um, ju- using just an app. You can be a podcaster, distributed podcast. I mean, to be a musician, you know, if you want to record a song and sell a song, there's a whole process you have to go through right. to get that song sold on all the different platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, they've really kind of reduced that barrier to entry in the podcast space. So, you know, I like the fact that there's a lot of people out there who are starting podcasts. We obviously encourage podcasts, especially for businesses, because it's mm-hmm. a great way to share your um, expertise and skills in your in your industry specifically. And so... We need to talk about now monetization. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, if you're going to do a podcast, there's there's costs involved. Right. Right? So, now, they don't have to be expensive. Again, you could do it for cheap, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. You're going to have to pay for production. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've built a following and have a platform to promote your products or services, uh, maybe you want to be the next Joe Rogan. Yeah. You know, these are some of the reasons you might want to monetize. And so let's, let's just jump in and talk about some of those different ways. Um, we can start with crowdfunding. Yeah. I like that. And we have a whole episode on funding as well. And I think everything in that applies to this as well, too. Yeah. But uh, crowdfunding, your listeners are your biggest supporters, or they're going to be. Yeah. And so you might as well ask them. We talked about that in the brand advocacy episode. Ask your friends and friends and family. And yeah. on this level in podcasting, your listeners are kind of an extension of that. So I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Crowdfunding is definitely a great way to start. So we produce a podcast. Well, we produce a lot of podcasts, but yeah. one of the podcasts we create is for a Navy SEAL. And uh, y'all should go check it out. It's called Team Never Quit. Mm-hmm. And it's a great show. And on that show, we actually use a platform called Patreon. And uh, we're actually also about to transition some of our Patreon to another platform called Circle. But basically what we've done is we've created an online community for the fans of the podcast to go engage with each other after the show. Um, and that engagement is not always related directly to the content that is talked about on the show, but it's just ways for people to come together as a community who all share a common interest in the podcast. Mm-hmm. And these people share their never quit stories. They share their journeys. They share their um, you know, struggles. And then they support each other in that way. And so the cool thing about a platform like Patreon, and we talked about this, I think, in our funding our funding podcast is the fact that you can leverage your fans mm-hmm. to essentially support you on the journey and support your podcast. And so basically what that looks like is them being able to pay a monthly 
subscription amount, for example, and in exchange, they get added value. Um, some of that value is just the invite to the community. Uh, some of that is, um, you know, extra perks like no, right. like listen to it, listen to the show ad free, for example, or be the first ones to get the new YouTube videos before they go live on YouTube, or get a chance to actually ask your questions with the hosts. Um, so there's a lot of great perks you can offer the the podcast listeners on a platform like Patreon or Circle. Um, so I, yeah, I, I'm with you, John. Crowdfunding, I think, is one of the oh, yeah. easiest ways to fund for your podcast. I think so. It's a it's almost like a built-in metric that you have because you're trying to get listeners anyway. So to get them to support the show, and plus, people like to get behind stuff they love. So if they love your content, they're going to be so willing to throw some money at it and help you produce that. Yeah. I think another great one, and I think it's the one that most people think about is like sponsors or advertisers, right? Yeah. And now let's talk about that for a second. So in the advertisement space in podcasting, this one can be a little tougher, right? Because a lot of times when you go approach an advertiser about running ads on a podcast, they're going to ask you about your downloads. How many downloads are you getting every week? How many downloads are you getting every month? You know, all of that, because they want to know that there's actual value for them. If there's going to be an ROI when they pay money to be featured on your show. Right. And so I'd say for the most part, brand new podcasts struggle in this space unless you just have a big audience or a big you know, fan base, that kind of thing. Uh, you're going to struggle to get ad like traditional advertisers, right? Without a huge listening. So I want to quickly pivot from that and talk about uh, something before I jump back to sponsors. I want to talk about partners, okay. and partnerships. And this one I think is even more valuable for new podcasters than say sponsorship or traditional advertisement. So partners are finding people maybe in your industry or maybe complimentary uh, services in your industry that would be willing to support your show, support your podcast by either helping you cover the cost of the production or maybe paying you what would feel like traditional ad money. But in exchange, you're going to brand the podcast with them, right? Mm -hmm. So I'll give you a great example. We host another podcast here at Beefy Marketing called The Beef. And The Beef is where we feature local business owners. We tell their stories. Uh, we give them a platform to promote their businesses. And so we actually had a meeting with a, a great organization here in Texas called the Community Bank of Texas. They're a, um, a local bank. Mm -hmm. And they have a passion for small business just like we do. They're a small business lender. They offer a lot of small business financing, and they tend to do a lot in the small business space. So when we told them about this podcast idea, when we said, hey, we're doing this podcast, we want to feature business owners, tell their stories, they were pumped. They were like, that's exactly what we are like all about. We just don't have the resources in-house to do that ourselves, right? And they wanted to be a part of that. And so in exchange, we basically said, hey, why don't you help us fund this podcast? We're going to do it anyways, but if you can help us fund it, that would be awesome. And then in exchange, we actually say the Beef Podcast brought to you in partnership with Community Bank of Texas. And all of a sudden, it's a co-branded podcast, mm -hmm. one that they can promote on their channels. It's one that they can invite their customers to be a guest on. Uh, and, that, and that's a great value add for their customers. Um, and so that is like a way that I think is a little bit more unique to finding sponsors in your right. early stage podcast. Another great example uh, I'm not going to be get into the specifics, but we have another client we're about to produce a podcast for. Right. And when he came in and he asked how much it cost for us to produce a show, he was like, okay, you know, that's, that's reasonable. You know, I'm going to have to figure out the financial part. And it's a nonprofit organization. And I said, Hey, why don't you reach out to some of your big nonprofit sponsors 
and see if there might be value for them to co-brand the podcast with you. And sure enough, I think like two weeks later, he came mm -hmm. back and said, hey, I got a sponsor for the entire year. I think there's two. There's two now, right? Yeah, and there's somebody couple, else. A couple small yeah, there's ones. some products that are going so on the table. Yeah. It didn't even take that long for him to reach out because I think everyone wants to be a part of a podcast. And there's the people out there. It's just like any new technology. TikTok, yeah. Inst Instagram, Pinterest, uh, social media as a whole when, when it first kind of launched. People know they should be present in those areas, but they don't also always have either the the time or the people to do that. And so to be able to say, hey, you know what? We are comfortable doing that. We do have the time to do that. And then we can just bring in a partner to help us actually make that a reality. It's a win-win, you know? Absolutely. So I think that for all you new podcasters, podcasters out there, don't be afraid of, this is my thing. Everyone's like, oh, well, we can't monetize until we have our first downloads. And I'm like, that's actually not true. Yeah, it's not. It's not true. Like we're proof of it. You know, we've got That's... two two shows in house that we do it, and we've got a clients. You know, the same thing. Yeah, where they've not even released an episode, and they've already found people that would be willing mm -hmm. to be a part of that that experience, that journey, because they yeah. want that platform, right? Yeah. They want that. You can fund your dream. That's right. Yeah. You know <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. you know, I would say start there. That is a great place to start. Is absolutely crowdfunding. Be a number one because you're mm -hmm. leveraging your fan base to support you. And I think oh, yeah. that that's your best, best bet. And if you are a business and you do have a platform, then maybe the other option is a finding a partner. Mm -hmm. um, now, there's a, there's let's talk about the traditional side of that, though. Right. Right. OK. Traditional advertising. If you want to get those ads, you are going to need more downloads. It's just it's how it works. It's how the, yeah. There's no point in putting an ad. I mean, would you rather have an ad on like the side of NRG Stadium or on a telephone pole back there behind that building yeah, in the woods? Exactly. Yeah. Advertisers are going to spend money where there's the best option for ROI. Absolutely. Um, and so I think with that being said, if you want those traditional ads, you are going to have to be mindful that you're going to have to work to get those downloads up, which means you have to have a good promotional strategy for your show. You have to have a good marketing strategy. You have to be getting good quality guests or at the very least providing high you know high value or high entertaining content mm -hmm. so that people will just continue to listen and your download numbers grow as that happens you're going to find that you'll be able to start selling those traditional advertisements and the way you can do that is by joining podcast networks um, there's a lot of those out there um, you know advertise cast uh, adopter media audio boom is one of the ones that our clients use um, there's a lot of podcast networks let me talk about podcast networks for a second i always tell people it's kind of like the record labels of yeah that's exactly what it's like right? yeah i didn't even think of it like um that. basically they will you know you'll be a part of a podcast network okay what does that mean it's basically like a label and the responsibility of quote unquote the label or the podcast network is to go sell ads for your show or for your podcast and the nice thing about that is once you do have those kind of downloads you don't even have to be the one selling the ads anymore now there's a whole team behind you selling those ads on your behalf all you have to do is read those ads on your weekly show and then in exchange the podcast network takes a small percentage of the overall revenue right um, which for some people that's really good and some people it's not if you've got this huge network of people who would sponsor your podcast and you've got the time and the team members to be able to handle all of those sales yourself dude absolutely keep keep as much revenue in the business as possible right always but when you're a smaller operation that has you know uh, not a lot of team members you know it's better to work with a network sometimes they've already got relationships with the top advertisers they've already got good rates negotiated for you um, so losing that percentage is still usually more valuable 
than say paying an employee to manage all of that. Mm -hmm. So podcast networks, great place to run ads, get ads. Another great place actually is a lot of the new podcast, um, like hosting platforms, mm -hmm. for example, um, anchor, anchor. Um, what's the other one that's really, uh, I think it's called pod. pod I know there's Podbean. There's so many. There's yeah. one. Oh, Spreaker is the one I was yeah, thinking about. Yeah, that's the one. So there's a lot of these new podcast distribution platforms, podcast hosting platforms, um, where they've got monetization built in. And so the cool thing about that is they actually will keep track of your download numbers. And once you've kind of hit the threshold in which qualifies for ads, they will actually help you sell ads on your show. Um, typically, the lower download numbers, you're going to get more of the, it's kind of cheaper advertisers, obviously, but it's also going to be the type of like the type of ads that are more like, um, how do I explain it? More like a commercial where you don't read the ad, but somebody sends you like a pre-recorded 30-second or 60-second ad spot that you're just dropping into yeah, the episode, right? Yeah, get something done, just to get Yeah, whereas when you start to have bigger download numbers and you start working with sponsors, they want you to read the ad because they want it to be as high quality as possible. So they call those live read ads. Right. And so those are going to be the ones that are most valuable to your podcast and live read. that's like the traditional radio marketing advertising exactly. too. This exactly. is nothing new really. It's just kind of reformatted. That's right. And if you listen to real radio, you'll notice there are those two types. You've got oh, the yeah. ones like, okay, when we go to commercial, right. you hear three or pre four commercials, pre-recorded commercials. And sometimes it's even the DJ. That's right. And yeah. when it's the DJ, those are those live reads, right? Yeah. The D when the DJ's reading it, it's like they paid more for that spot because mm -hmm. it, it's going to come off more authentic when it comes from the DJ making their own personal recommendation. You know, go see Timmy down at, you know, such yeah. and such Ford. He's going to tell him I sent you. Yeah. It feels like it's this relational type thing versus just you know, a, a pre-recorded commercial from somebody you have no relationship exactly. with. Exactly. Well, as your platform grows, you kind of get a voice about what you're talking about. But what advertisers have realized is you also have influence for what they're selling. If you say you like it, then their fans may also like it. Yeah, exactly. I think the other cool thing about podcasting, I don't think people realize how much you can monetize a podcast. I'm going to just use some, yeah. I'm going to use big numbers. So don't get too excited out there, guys. But let's just say that you've got a pretty good set of downloads. Let's call it thirty to 40,000 weekly downloads, which is a lot, okay? You could be selling your ads for, you know, $1,000 per ad slot. Now, to kind of break that down a step further, most episode has somewhere between two to four ad spots. So let's just call it four, all right? Each episode then is potentially worth $4,000 for you. And if you sell your, and you release an episode every single week, all of a sudden now you've made $16,000 you know, in an ad revenue. Now, again, those are off major download numbers. You have to have 30,000 weekly downloads to see that kind of ad rate. Right. But it just goes to show that there's a lot of potential to make money in podcasting, but a big part of it is how, what kind of listenership do you have? Right. Is building your content entertaining, platform. building the platform, building the audience. And so, and the other thing too, is there's title sponsorships, right? Right. Um, like for example, you can have four small 60-second ad spots in every show, but then you might have a title sponsor that gets, again, kind of that partner thing we were talking about earlier where it's branded, yeah. you know? The Team Never Quit podcast is brought to you by Navy, Navy Federal, Federal Credit, Credit Union, Union. <laughs> right? That is a title sponsor. They get to brand the show as their, kind of almost like as their own, right? Right. If they're telling people, you know, go listen to a podcast, it's going to be, go listen to our podcast. It's the Team Never Quit podcast brought to you right. by Navy Federal. So yeah. there's a lot of great ways you can monetize your show, and I think there's even probably ways that we're not even getting into because you could be as creative as you'd like. Yeah. Right. And I want to say as an advertiser, putting your ads like for your services into a podcast, uh, it's such a great idea. Yeah. Because the people 
in the podcast listening, you know, the listeners of a podcast, those people really care about what the hosts have to say. Yep. They really do. Yeah, I think it feels right now at least, I mean, it's it's starting to get noisy, but right now I feel like I am more apt to listen to an advertiser on a live read advertiser on YouTube or a podcast versus anything on TV, anything on the radio. Yeah. Right. I'll say those are the ones that are grabbing my attention more than Me anybody. Too. Oh, he said that, huh? It's like, oh, I've heard th- three different yeah. people talk about athletic greens. Yeah. I want to go try athletic greens. What's athletic greens all mm-hmm. about, right? I can genuinely tell you, I bought my Simply Safe security system because several of my favorite YouTubers talked about their Simply Safe security system. Wow. And so when I decided, oh, I need to go get a security system, it's just the one that was with me. Right? Yeah. It, it was, was what was in your mind. It's in my mind. what we talked about before on those impressions. Yeah. And how many times people hear about something. And because you heard it from a reliable source to you, you valued that information. When that you know, situation came up in life for you, you, that's immediately where your brain went, is what you had heard over and over again. Exactly. It just as easily could have been ADT or Bulldog Security. or Exactly, it, yeah. anybody, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, there's another way you can monetize your podcast. We talked about you know communities. We talked about you know using your network, crowdfunding. We've talked about... Um, you know, uh, joining a network or selling traditional advertisements. John, what do artists do to make money in the music space? Starve. No. <laughs> Eat out of tip jars. Eat out of- <laughs> no, we, uh, we make no money off of the show. We make all the money off of our t-shirts. That's right. And merchandise. Merchandising is huge. Huge. Yeah. Speaking of public service announcement oh yeah we currently have richardson hats in stock oh yeah that's a great idea to so, mention that because they're so hard to find we're right talking now. about merch right now so while we're talking about it if anybody out there needs some hats you just you just send us a message send okay? us on we got richardson hats. we got richardson the hats. 112 hats okay let's talk about that yeah hats shirts hoodies uh-huh. challenge coins stickers people mm-hmm. love stickers um i love stickers you name it you name it oh sorry <laughs> that's that stupid tiktok song um, you know, <laughs> merchandise is huge because people, it's just, it goes back to that whole, you know, people want to be a part of this community. They want to yeah. be a part of something bigger than themselves. And so merch is a way that they feel like they can do that because mm-hmm. they put that team never quit t-shirt on. They feel like they're a part of team never quit now. And so I think that's another big tip in podcasting in general is it is really important to build a tribe. It is important to build a community mm-hmm. because those fans are how you're going to monetize. Yeah, you're right. Because, it's, and it for multiple reasons, not just with merch, but even back to the traditional advertising. If your show is not doing well with your audience, you're not connecting with your audience, and then you read an ad, your ad's not your ad's not going to do well. They're not going to go buy your thing because they're not going to believe in what you're telling them. Right. We've talked about before how you can be taking away from what you're trying to do with your branding, and that could be a scenario where yeah that happens. And you have to be mindful of that. How many ads can we put in our show? Because my listeners might you know, not want to hear six ads per show. I mm-hmm. might only be able to get away with two before they start getting pissed off at me because right. they feel like I'm just, you know, yeah. trying to sell to them all day. Some people hate mid-roll ads because it disrupts the story. That's right. And so as now in the beginning, you might have to kind of follow the rules, like one in the middle, one in the top, one in the third mm-hmm. quarter, and one in the fourth quarter. But when you start to get to that Joe Rogan level, it's like he, do whatever he could the hell do you whatever want. he wanted. Yeah, it's he like, could roll four ads at the beginning and, and be then do done. a show. Yeah. Exactly because the pure amount of volume his mm-hmm. show gets, he can get away with it. Yeah, it's like hey, like okay, like yeah, here are my ads. If you want it, you get it. If you don't, oh, it's, it's bad on you, right? Yeah, I don't know if Joe Rogan's post roll will be worth more or less. I don't know because be, yeah. uh, are people going to get there, man? They will get there. For <laughs> they four will. Hours. No, they'll get there. <laughs> like, what do you do? You just 
listen to it on a flight to Dallas? I don't know, man. Maybe. Um, so yeah, merchandise is great. And what's cool too, merchandise, there's a lot of ways you can do it. It can be really cheap. It can be really expensive. Um, we just talked about Printful the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Printful is a great platform. It's free. You can go sign up. It's on-demand printing. And basically what it looks like is you sign up for an account. You integrate your bank account. You upload your artwork. You choose what types of merch it, you, know, you want it to be on, a t-shirt, a hoodie, yoga pants, whatever. And then you put it online. And when someone buys it from your online store, it is printed on demand mm -hmm. and shipped to their house as if it came from you yourself. Yeah. What's awesome about that is you don't have any upfront costs. Exactly. You don't have tons of money tied up in inventory that's sitting on a shelf. Exactly right. Now, you lose margins because... Right. Because you're doing on demand, they're charging you a premium for that experience. So you don't make as much money. So it's like, again, I think the reason why this conversation is important, though, is like there are options, right? If you're the established business or influencer that's starting a podcast, just go ahead and buy the merch. You can afford the upfront cost and you're going to make more money and you know you're going to sell it. New podcasters, don't do that, right? Don't waste all that cash when you don't even know how it's going to perform yet. Set up Printful, create an account. Upload your artwork and let it sell. And as it grows, maybe you can transition out of an on-demand print partner and into something more traditional. Um, subscriptions. Oh, yeah. Like we said earlier, three out of ten people are willing to pay for a subscription. That's right. Especially if you have some exclusive content. Like even for something like business growth hacks, if we were to get, you know, super detailed into every step that we were doing, I would think that would need to be a paid, you know, like a training seminar. Yeah. Like, you know? And so again, it just it goes back to all of our conversation, crowdfunding, right? It's like yeah. back to that same conversation around people want to support people they like and that they care mm. about and they believe in. And so, you know, an, a great platform, as you already mentioned earlier, but Anchor. Anchor is a platform oh, yeah. that uh, started to make it really easy for people to upload podcasts from their phone. It's super simple. It's super simple. Yeah. It's since been acquired by Spotify, and which is great because you get oh, the power of Spotify behind you. That's a smart you, partnership right, right it's a there. Great partnership. Um, but Anchor actually has built-in subscription in the platform. So you can actually oh. launch your podcast, put in what kind of subscriptions you want to yeah. offer for your listeners and what they get in exchange. Again, no ads, more bonus content, right. et cetera, et cetera. You can put all of that in there and people can subscribe to your show right from the Anchor app. That's freaking crazy, right? Mm -hmm. Like you don't need any other technology. It's all done in the Anchor app. So I think there's a lot of ways that you can do this, even if you're not super tech savvy, there's options out there for, for you. sure. What's another way we can do it, John? YouTube. YouTube. Camera. camera Where you're seeing camera, me right camera, now. Cameras. Um, how can you monetize from YouTube? Ads. Ads. Two types of ads, right? Oh, yeah. So technically speaking, if you've got good YouTube download numbers, you can actually, or YouTube watch numbers or yeah. views or whatever you want to call it. That's it. That's the word. That's um, the one. We can add those views to our overall podcast downloads. And when you're talking to traditional advertisers, you can actually combine those numbers and say, hey, we're actually getting, let's call it 10,000 total downloads per week. Right. 5,000 on YouTube, 5,000 on Spotify or iTunes or wherever. Mm -hmm. Because YouTube does have its own audience of people listening and watching podcasts. And there's several different ways to put podcasts on YouTube. Yep. He, uh, I was reading this article by a guy earlier. He doesn't have any video on his YouTube channel, which is kind of weird. It's just stationary graphics with the audio from the podcast on yep. it. And it's like, yeah, maybe it's not like, of course, YouTube's algorithm would love to see video from Yes, you, they would. But again... Low barrier to entry. You can start yeah. where you can start. If that's all you can do, then just start mm -hmm. there. And the other thing, uh, I was in a meeting the other day. I kind of jumped in this thing called Clubhouse. Yeah, and uh, they were talking about what we're talking about right now a little bit. It was more geared towards monetizing a 
marketing podcast. But anyway, one of the things that they were talking about in there was YouTube. Yes, do it. However, make sure more importantly, if you just have an audio podcast, you're everywhere that there's audio podcasts before going to YouTube. Not that it's bad to do. It's not going to hurt you. But make sure, more importantly, you're going for all those audio platforms. Yeah, so... Oh, not if, I'm not by my microphone. You couldn't hear me there for a second. Oh, no. It's off. Hello, hello. <laughs> uh, you know, and then the other way of podcast monetization is just your traditional YouTube monetization, where you can actually yeah. tell YouTube, hey, run commercials whenever you want. <laughs> right. You know? And so the cool thing about that is... What I love about YouTube traditional advertising is that it's going to serve up ads that are relevant to the person watching that video. Right. And right? that's more powerful of a tool, really. Yeah, because it's putting ads based on that user's web page. They've watched. Right? Mm -hmm. It's looking at videos they've watched. It's looking at websites that they've visited through the cookies. What they've searched for. What they've for. searched for. And they might serve up an ad that's more relevant, which could mean good ROI. And you're going to get to be able to monetize from that, you know, option right uh it's also just another great platform to drive people back to all the other things you're doing exactly yeah. merch and um your subscription services your community whatever I mean, it's just yeah. another good place to drive traffic it's from. also the second largest search engine so yeah that's i for, always it, forget that yeah dude. that's a big deal yeah it's a big deal um so remember though if you if you turn on the traditional youtube you know, monetization component right it does add additional ads to your show so if right. you've already recorded ads on your podcast, mm -hmm. and then you also turn on YouTube's ads, well, now you're kind of bombarding your users with a bunch of advertising. Right. So you gotta be careful about that so that it doesn't start to feel so, you know, overwhelmingly you, salesy. You want content there too. Yeah, because people aren't like, gonna watch it. Which well, honestly, it makes I'm, me think if we should turn it off on some of our other clients. I know, that's like, what I was just wondering too. It's like, wait a second, would we get bigger download numbers if we shaved some of that back? So Maybe. yeah, I mean, those are the kind of questions you have to ask yourself, you know, yeah. is am I, am I overwhelming my listeners with too many asks? Am I asking for too much from them? Right. If so, they're going to tune out. They're going to say, every time we watch one of their videos, mm -hmm. I can't even get two minutes in because there's an ad. Right. Whether it's the host reading an ad or YouTube sending me an ad, I right. can't get away from the ad. And it's also why those live read ads can be so important because it's authentic content. It's happening right now. You know, I know that uh, in the beef, John always takes a second, you know, I got to talk about our wonderful sponsor here. Yeah. And, you know, it it doesn't even sound like he's reading that at this point because it's just something he says now. He just knows it. It's, you know, just about them and all that. Yeah. And then I think the last kind of monetization things, I want to kind of just power through these live ones. Right on. You know, affiliate marketing. Oh, yeah. You know, That's a great way. Yeah, there's so many companies out there that, you know, you can be an affiliate to mm -hmm. and you can promote their services or products and make some type of revenue share with right. them. You know, think about a lot of the, you know, uh, Young Living and mm -hmm. um, what are some of the other ones like uh, Thrive and uh, yeah, ClickFunnels and ActiveCampaign. There's so many different ones. Like if I'm talking about a product that I believe in, then I might. The cool thing is I don't have to go reach out to ActiveCampaign and say, ActiveCampaign, right. can I make money from you? No. I signed up for their affiliate program. They gave me a link. And now on my podcast, I can say, hey, if you're looking to set up marketing automation for your business, make sure to go to ActiveCampaign.com. Sign up. There's going to be a link in my bio. Boom. That's my plug. Yeah. Right? Like, that's it. I didn't have to go get Active Campaign to be on board with that. They're just cool with me sending business their way. And in right. exchange, I might get 15 to 20% of the overall subscription. Right. Amount. Right? So affiliate marketing is great. Um, you can sell tickets to live events. Mm -hmm. Your live events could be a live podcast or it could just be right. a, a, a Like a Q&A or, or, or whatever. A, yeah. Um, coaching, consulting. Yes, you could sell those services. Yeah. yeah. If people already think of you as a thought leader or an expert in your yeah. area, 
they might also want to pay to get some more of that knowledge. You right. know, we have people that come in and ask us, you know, what equipment did you use to build your podcast right. studio? Can you can you help us build a podcast studio? Can I take a picture of all this? And equipment. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> it's like, so we offer that like we offer that as a service. You know, if you mm-hmm. want us to build you a podcast studio and give you gear recommendations, equipment recommendations, absolutely. Yeah, reach out to us. We've bought all the crap. We've made all the mistakes. We've w- wasted money on the things we didn't need. Yeah. We've bought the worst HDMIs, the best HDMIs. And we know the- <laughs> we know, <laughs> we know. What you should spend your money on. And so it's yeah. like instead of finding that all for yourself and, and you know, losing Through it trial all. Trial and error. Yeah. Reach out to an expert. So I think there you go. You can offer those coaching services, those mm-hmm. consulting services, you know. Um, we sometimes even in our own podcast talk about we what we do as a company. Right. I think we've done it in here. Yeah. We got, you know, kind of yeah. snuck it in. Oh, the hats. hats you the know? hats. I was going to say, well, I know you said something. Earlier. You know, it's like, so we might say something like, hey, you know, if you need a new website or you're looking for a new website, mm-hmm. talk to us. Like, that's what we do. Right. So sometimes we plug our own selves. I think that that's another one that we don't have on this list here. But sometimes the best answer is no monetization at all. Yeah, yeah, that's why I put the questions at the beginning. Should I monetize and why? Yeah, Yeah, so it's like we have a client who doesn't truly monetize their podcast because they do it as a passion project. They want to do it because they want to do it. Mm -hmm. Now, she does sell um, Young Living products and she has her own teeth whitening product. Mm -hmm. And so occasionally she'll mention those and she Mm -hmm. kind of advertises her own services. But for the most part, she's just doing it because she's passionate about what she's talking about. Right. Um, even this podcast, Business Growth Hacks, is not technically monetized. No. We sometimes talk about what we do, and sometimes we make relationships from that, but it's not a paid podcast experience. No. And we don't care for it to be. We no. want to be a resource. We want this just to be a resource. Yeah. And so sometimes the best answer is to not monetize. The other reason would be branded podcasts, which is kind of, I think, to wrap this whole episode up. Yeah. A lot of the people we're talking to out there are business owners, and we're talking about why you should start a business podcast, why you should monetize that podcast. Mm-hmm. The cool thing about a podcast, especially for the business owners out there, is that before it was blogging and before it was you know long format content and SEO and all those things are still important. But the podcast space, I love it because for the first time, really, you can go out there and share your knowledge and your experience with the potential people that could be your customers mm-hmm. in a way that's really authentic and personal. And then what happens is people start to reach out to you. Right. Because they're going to say, oh, you're the guy that runs the foam podcast on, you know, on iTunes. I never knew that there was foam manufacturing out there. Like, who would have thought? Right. Right. And all of a sudden, you're the, you're the go-to guy for foam. Yeah, you know, that's a word word that's hard to say on microphone. Foam. 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 Got to over enunciate. Foam. Not phone. Foam. M. More country too. So. I know. Foam. I know. I was doing TikToks with Carrie yesterday, <laughs> and she was like, "You got to over enunciate." Like, and I was okay. like, "Oh, because I look like a ventriloquist with my Texas <laughs> accent over here." <laughs> yeah. So you know, sometimes a brand, branded podcast, especially, is you're doing it to connect with your audience. It's a part of your overall marketing strategy. And right. I promise you, it will generate ROI. Oh, yeah. It will come. So the monetization, you really have to think of it almost as a marketing expense. Yeah. Right? It's just a part of your marketing thing. But there's a chance it could actually make you money both on the monetization side and just the driving new business side. Mm-hmm. So if you've been thinking about doing podcasts, whether it's for yourself, your business. Do it. Do it. Get out there and do it. If you need somebody's help, so shameless plug. We're one of so them. We're the kind of companies that do it. We can do it virtually or here in our studios mm-hmm. in Houston, Texas. Technically in Tomball, but you know Houston, Texas is what people know. Um, Tomball, they might not. Um, but yeah, 
podcasting is killer, man. It's definitely worth it. It's worth it. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. It's seriously. It really is. We have a blast doing this every week. Most of the time people come on and they're, you know, that first ever produce a show with us, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous. And once they're done with their first episode or second episode, they're just oh, like, that was, yeah. that was so much fun. Like that was way easier than we thought it would mm-hmm. be. And before you know it, they have a blast coming yeah. in every single week to create their content. I know. It's almost got to the point where me, where oh, I'm so nervous. I'm like, good. That means you care. Yeah, exactly. I can work with that. Exactly. A hundred percent. So, yeah. you know, monetization isn't everything. But for some people, I understand that monetization is important to either allow you to do this full time mm-hmm. or to be a supplemental income to your primary income or maybe just to help cover the overall production costs. And, and right. hopefully this episode has kind of given you a bunch of ideas on how to monetize. I think so. Uh, I think there's been a lot. Yeah. Um, I'd say that really the big business growth hack from today was check out a platform like Anchor. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Check out Anchor. If if you just don't know where to start with podcasting, Anchor by Spotify is a great, it's so easy. great easy place to start. Yeah. Um, whether you're a, a new guy or a established business, whatever, Anchor is a great place to start. It's got built-in monetization, com- you know, components. Yeah. I wouldn't recommend Anchor to everyone. No, it's very dependent on where you're at. If you're going to do right. it yourself, it's a great if, place to start. If you're doing a branded podcast for your successful business yeah you may not want to start there you may yeah, want sure. something a little bit nicer Yeah, you might want deeper analytics or whatever but, and i think it's a great platform yeah. but i think that feature set you're going to get different features depending yeah. on what kind of platform you're on so yeah john it's been good man i hope we spent enough time talking about this and i hope we, we didn't did spend too much time we did not good <laughs> i'll see you guys next, next week. week thanks so much Woo!